how would you respond to someone who says intuitive eating is really stupid and bad for you? We're going to take a look at how to respond to something like that and even more. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Love Your Food, Love Yourself podcast. I am Tammy, your tenacious and fun-loving host. I have been a dietitian for 20 years where I have helped countless women transform their relationship with food and their body. I believe to my core that as you start peeling back the layers to love your food and love yourself, you end up loving your life like never before. And now is the time, my friend. It is time to break up with diet culture, shift your current stories, rev up your internal barometer, and recognize that every body, regardless of size, not only deserves dignity and respect, but can be healthy because our habits and how we love on ourselves and think about ourselves is truly what matters. In this podcast, we have real conversations about struggles, insecurities, and false beliefs with loving ourselves and each other through a lens of curiosity, anti-judgment, intuitive eating, spirituality, and a heaping dose of laughter, but maybe some tears and a whole lot of realness. Hey friends, how are you today? I'm so excited to be here with you today and talking with you about how to be compassionate when others suck. (laughs) And if you know me, you're you're not going to take any offense to this title. If you don't know me yet, you might want to start with maybe some other episodes (laughs) so that you can get to know me a little bit more. But, you know, here's the thing. Other people are going to suck or you're going to think that they suck. And there's actually a little bit of a, a little bit of a difference there, which we may or may not get into today. But here's the reality. As you start to embark on your journey of healing, you will start to notice just how impacted others are by this thing, right? That has held you back for so long. Diet culture and all of its ways impacts probably everyone that you know and that you love and people that you don't love (laughs) as well. You know, the thing is, is it, it really does impact everybody. But what's going to happen is, especially for those that you, that you do know and that you do, you know, care about and that you love, you will want to change them. You know, you'll want to alert them to all of this information and you may even want to literally like shake it into them, right? All the things that you're learning about that are available to, they're really available to everybody. It's just, you know, whether we make a choice or not to lean into healing. And so you're going to want to offer this to other people. However, this is not always reciprocated, right? And Sometimes it can even be met with some really ugly disgust. Other people will be like, oh, you're going to do that? You're just okay with being fat? Or people can just say really mean things. I've heard some doozies, believe me. But again, what's going to happen is you're going to want to put your defenses up and you're going to want to tout the world (laughs) that says, Hey, you need to listen to me. And here's the thing. There's a place for advocacy. Okay. I'm a huge fan of advocacy, 
that's actually, you know, a big part of, of the healing journey. But when you're talking with loved ones and even maybe just people who are within your circle of care. So for example, providers or, or maybe it's just people that you work with, you know, just, I'm talking, you know, whoever it is that you're crossing paths with on kind of a more, you know, one-on-one basis, you're not going to be able to like shove this down their throat. You're just not. And it's not really your place to, um, because just like you, (laughs) I'm sure you came across this intuitive eating or, you know, finding more gentleness and love for more healing within yourself. I'm sure that you came across this in your own way. Everybody comes across it in their own way. And it could be that a friend told you about it. However, I'm guessing you were ready to hear it, right? So (laughs) I think about this in comparison to when I first went to school to learn about dietetics, right? Or nutrition. I kind of, in my greener days, wanted to come out and tell everybody like, oh, this is what you should do instead. Instead of eating regular bacon, just eat turkey bacon. It tastes the same. It's, you know, it's just a replacement, right? (laughs) Well, number one, it doesn't replace it, okay? And number two, nobody wanted to hear it, right? So, you know, I, I quickly learned to basically not give any unsolicited advice, right? Because that's the power of community and being in coaching and such like that is that when someone's ready for that information and they're ready to receive it, then it holds so much more value and power, you know? So unsolicited information about anything, whether it's this or it's something else, it just doesn't help. So for you, what that means is that means releasing control. You need to let go of wanting to control other people's experiences. And if you're like a lot of the clients I work with, control is a hard thing to let go of, right? (laughs) We've wanted to control our food. We've wanted to control our body. We try to control many aspects of, of life. And so what's happening by nature, by habit, by just this happens, right, is that you're wanting to control others and their experience. And this can even include our children, right? We sometimes get into wanting to control our our children's experience, which we actually can't control their experience. Now we can set a framework and set a container and and different things, you know, working within our household and our, our families, which we'll talk about in future episodes, but you're not able to control their experience, just like you actually have very little control over your own experience, right? A big part of this work is actually releasing control. When you release that control, what can happen then is you can learn how to stand in the power of your healing. And you'll begin to recognize that you don't have that control over others' experiences or how they're interpreting information. Now, (laughs) leaving behind that control can sometimes or likely will leave you puzzled on how to handle those encounters, right? Like, what do you say? (laughs) What do you do, right? And so you're now coming at a place from understanding and appreciating that 
that other person doesn't want to feel controlled because just like you, they don't want to be controlled, right? Because you don't enjoy being controlled. So you recognize that that's not the practice, right? So you're thinking, okay, what do I need to do? And what do you need to do specifically if they're being really mean to you? (laughs) Okay. Number one, of course, we have the opportunity to set boundaries if needed. But before even going there, I really encourage you to look from that person's viewpoint. And if any of you hear some sniffing in the background, that is my dog. I apologize. (laughs) I don't know what she's sniffing. She's sniffing something random on the carpet. There's literally nothing there. But anyhow, if you want to really find some healing around how to handle these situations when people are just mean, you want to really look at their viewpoint and just recognize that those around you who have not yet found this healing that you have embarked on and that you're starting on, or, you know, irregardless of where you're at in your journey, those other people, they have been indoctrinated by diet culture just as much as you, you know, so really they are a victim in all of this. So all you can really do, you know, in these situations is to really highly activate that compassion voice and think about where they are coming from. And then you can provide insight into this healing, of course, if they change their tone or, and they ask for it, right? But just really understanding that they're just as much a victim. And I know that this really strongly came up when Gwyneth Paltrow announced her, what would it be called? She was promoting a book that was basically co-opting intuitive eating. And at first, at first glance, you know, there was a lot of people that were really upset at her and saying, how dare she do this, da 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 right? And really kind of getting down on her really hard. And all I could do is kind of just take a step back and just say, wow, this woman who has so much available to her in terms of support and, you know, financial support and, you know, opportunities and, you know, and, and all these things, you know, she has every opportunity potentially in the world because of her privileges and because of where she's at that I thought she is yet still so indoctrinated into diet culture. And all I could do is just feel this really deep sense of just like sadness for her and compassion and just thinking, wow, at some point, I hope that the healing that's available to her can really open up. She might not be ready, right? And she's not out there, you know, somebody who's being mean, but I'm just saying this can really help you, right? So that if we can view this as having compassion for other people on their experiences, all that does is help you feel better, right? Which is ultimately the goal. You want to feel better because think about it. If you're upset with somebody or somebody has said something and you're now feeling and experiencing anger, how do you feel? Like, like what happens to you? You know, do you feel calm and feel at peace and feel joy, right? No, you don't. And you're allowed to have those other emotions, but do you want to keep repeating those emotions over and over and over and over again? 
Or do you want to find a better way, a better way of just really being able to stand in your own power, have your own emotions and recognize that what somebody else is saying to you has absolutely nothing to do with you. And I know that it can feel like it's about you, right? But more often than not, when somebody says something, it's purely just a mirror of what is happening for them. And so for you to really take your healing to that next level, you need to be able to remove yourself from kind of that entanglement with that person, right? And allow that mirror to kind of hold up and then you have your own experience and not make what they said actually about you, even if they are being absolutely awful to you. Now, I will say if they're being absolutely awful to you, you need to just walk away, right? And say, I am no longer available for this conversation. Leave. And I don't care who that is, okay? I don't care if it's your family, a work friend, a boss. I don't care who it is, right? Like, there's no need for anyone to speak to you completely cruelly. So you can set up those boundaries in the moment if needed, but then also in reflection, you can say, okay, how can I offer some compassion to this person? Of course, when you're ready, but just really focus on what it is that you need in those situations instead of focusing on that other person, focus on yourself. And you can ask yourself, you know, what's more important to me? Do I want to focus on what I can change within myself and and my experience? Or do I want to put out exhaustive efforts towards attempting to change everyone else around me? (laughs) You know, like, do you want to go through your life and say, I'm going to change this person and this person and this person and this person and this person. If this person could only then do X, Y, Z, then I would finally be happy, right? That is a completely broken strategy. It's not going to work and you're not going to get anywhere. I promise you, okay? Going the route of releasing control and having compassion for that person and then really just recognizing what it is that you need in those moments is going to be how you make it through. You don't need anything else. So I'd love to hear how this is all landing for you and you know, feel free to even come into our groups on Facebook or comment on Instagram if you prefer there and let me know how this lands for you and what kind of situations have you been able to really utilize this for? Because here's the thing, I'm speaking in kind of the tone or the matter as it relates to healing the relationship with food and body, but guess what? This translates over into many other areas of life. So even if it has nothing to do with your relationship with food and body, if you have somebody who's kind of being nasty to you or cruel or not nice or even manipulative, now that's a whole nother, <laughs> it's a whole nother can of worms there, but irregardless of how somebody is behaving, their behavior is always about them. Okay, it has nothing to do with you. We like to internalize it and, you know, and act kind of as if it's about us and and almost like take responsibility, you know, for that person, but we can't do that. Each one of us need to take our own responsibility here, right? And that's part of that coming to 
that conclusion of like, what is it that I need in this situation? Right. So not only does that kind of flex those muscles of, of self-awareness, but that really brings us into alignment of that personal responsibility of what is it that I need right now? This person is saying this, this, and this. I'm going to be compassionate and kind because I don't want to get kind of entangled up into all of their nasty feelings. But then I'm going to kind of figure out what it is that I need. And when you follow this practice, it's going to really help you to find your truth. Find your truth, be able to gently speak your truth, and to really ultimately be able to nourish yourself in a very deep and and loving way. So the transformational takeaway for today, I know today's episode is kind of short and sweet, but I just wanted to really highlight this process that can just be so helpful, right? I, I could probably go on and on and tell you all kinds of stories, but you're probably already developing stories in your head about situations where you're like, oh yeah, I can see that. Oh yeah, I can see that, right? So anyhow, your transformational takeaway for today is that compassion is an energy that is circular. The more that you give compassion to others, the more compassionate and loving you become with yourself, which then allows you to be even more compassionate with others, right? So compassion is just circular. It is ever flowing. It just keeps going and going and going. So whenever in question, if you're not sure, just tap into that compassion. And actually I have to tell you, I will tell you one story is that sometimes my son gets mad at me because he'll tell me a story about somebody, you know, somebody, blah, 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 right? And instantly I think, oh, they must be having a hard day or, oh, maybe they had a fight with their parents or maybe this is going on for them or, oh, maybe they have a lot of pressure or, you know, like I start like making up all these stories about what else could be happening with that other child that they've had engagements with. And to the point where he's actually, at one point he recognized and he's like, oh, why do you always have to do that? <laughs> and I recognized it. I was like, okay, I can honor that, that you just want to be heard, right? So I shifted a little bit to, I hear you. But that has inevitably planted those seeds from time to time, you know, is for them to even be thinking like, what else could be going on with that person right now before just jumping into reactions? So anyhow, all that to say, release that control, friends, be compassionate, look at other people's viewpoints, and just really lean into what is it that you need in these situations. Because you can be compassionate even when other people suck. All right. Much love, everybody. Thank you so much for taking precious time out of your day to connect here. You listened because there is some part of you that is interested in learning to love your food, love yourself, and love your life. But if you're like most women, you have already been down this road before, wishing, hoping, and wanting for something to finally actually work, but things don't change. That being said, if you're committed to creating long-term change, then whatever you do, consider joining our brand new Uplift community. It's a private and safe Facebook community where you're supported by peers and two professional dietitians and intuitive eating counselors. Again, thank you so much for being here. Much love.